Welcome back to episode 54 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler free, where I give my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Mao Yu. Released in 2013 by Studio Arms, it has 12 episodes and from what I can tell, this series has no dub version. Jumping right in, the hero is a naive idiot and in his first encounter with the Demon King, she completely schools him on the ways of the world. Watching him realize he was lowballed for his speeches by having a few pretty girls distract him was hilarious. As for his character design, the initial attire the hero had was lame. But the demon armor he takes on his year-long adventure was fire. The hero's dilemma in this series is discovering his purpose after the war. He believes he can't do anything aside from teach sword skills, which later is pointed out to be not a strong suit of his either. From what the girls say, the knight is a way better instructor. So the hero feels he has nothing to offer the demon king when it comes to her non-battle-based plans. Believing that you're useless is an awful feeling, the hero sees everyone's growth and what they bring to the table, so he continues to feel like he contributes less than others. But the hero's biggest flop is not wheeling the threesome that was offered to him on a silver platter when both the Demon King and Knight hopped in his bed. The Demon King broke my heart early on when she removed her horns as fake. They're just for show, they were so cool. And even though she's a baddie, curvaceous in all the right places, like a typical woman, she finds fault in her appearance that don't even exist. Even the stupid hero knows that they're not true. Upper arm flab, my girl, on those scrawny arms? I don't think so. After meeting the head maid and seeing how she shames her, no wonder the Demon King has a poor opinion of her physical appearance. The Demon King really inspired admiration in the people she helped. The villagers idolized her and people didn't buy it when the church labeled her as a heretic. This really speaks to her character. Just because she's a demon, that doesn't matter. She showed kindness to everyone. Her best moment this season was practice kissing the dummy pillow with the printed hero's likeness on it. These two as a couple is what I thought the basis of the series was going to be built on, but it's not the case. The hero actively pushes the Demon King away whenever she tries to show affection through physical intimacy. A lack of hand-holding and only kissing on the forehead, I understand my guy is a virgin, but come on, she's practically throwing it at him. With that being said, even the hero cannot resist the allure of a lap pillow, he dives right into that thing. It's hard to tell if the hero had feelings for the Demon King. He took off for nearly a year but was hiding away in the mansion for most of the time. With all his embellished stories, he was extra savage telling the Demon King a noble offered him his daughter's hand in marriage. He could have left that story out of it. Then the stones on this guy, he returns after a year and puts on a sad face acting betrayed because the merchant showed interest in a girl he realistically abandoned. The hero has a romantic dance with the Demon King before running off again. I mean he was certainly throwing out some mixed signals. And when the hero used teleportation magic in her bedroom, that just rubbed in that he could have chosen to visit her at any time, but didn't. But he wasn't the only weird one in the relationship. I mean, the flashback showing the Demon King creeping on the hero as a baby was awkward. She was planning to get him since infancy. That was just creepy. The two surf girls who become maids are awesome. The elder sister is smart and helps the Demon King's plans. I don't know how confident I'd be letting her into the mansion because she is cute, and with how flip-floppy the hero is in his devotion to the Demon King, the new maid might snatch up the hero. This girl proved she was loyal though, and she carried the team. She took a beating while getting lashes across the back and smacked in the face. The hero or the king should have stepped in way sooner and said screw the church. 
Homegirl handled it like a champ, but she didn't deserve that. The younger sister is just adorable. When she skips in her maid uniform to bring the hero bread in the forest, it was so wholesome. She's hyperactive to say the least, but has potential to be a great chef. She even invented orange soda. Night was cool. When she slapped the piss out of the hero, it was great. The only thing that would have made that moment better is if the Demon King had said she was his wife instead of using the cover story of him being a bodyguard. Having the night loser shit when arriving to the village just to find out that the hero bailed for an extended mission, that was too funny. They really gave the knight a hard time when it came to trying to win him over. And the hero flung the knight off him quicker than he does the Demon King, like when she hugged on him during the briefing for the siege. I've somewhat gotten away from saying how I discovered a show, but I felt it necessary to bring it back for this particular series. Maoyu is one of the first anime I put on my watch list, taking it from a recommended video on YouTube. The issue is what the video described and the reality of the series were quite different. The explanation from the video was a hero makes his way to the Demon King's lair, where he discovers the monster is actually a beautiful woman. I had a great time with how taken back the hero is from this discovery. But the video portrays these two instantly falling in love deciding to work together to end war. Now while this description isn't totally wrong, it is very misleading. The first issue is the hero and the demon king don't connect from attraction or love at first sight. Their agreement in joining forces to achieve peace is very contractual. They decide to play the long game investing years to stabilize civilization and thrive without the need of war. My next issue was I thought this would be a series of action and romance. The plot really focuses on war economy, agriculture, and the politics that surround battle instead of the fighting itself. If that's something of interest to you, then cool, but I just didn't have the ability to listen to these characters drone on about crops, technology, and negotiation tactics. Like I mentioned, I thought this series would be action-based, but it was far from it. I mean, the Demon King's secret weapon to end war was a potato. A lot had been put into the skill of the hero. He couldn't work the fields because his strength was overwhelming, they spoke about how he had the ability to take on an army in the thousands alone, so when the battle against the giant walrus started, I was more than ready to finally see him in action. They got me all excited just to have the knight step in. Her fight was short and okay, but it was far from special. I had high hopes they were saving the budget for a fight in the final episode where the hero got to showcase all of these powers. Instead, the Demon King has a sword fight with her maid taking an arm off in the process, and the man titled Hero does zero this entire series. Not once did he swing a sword in combat, he blew up a gate with a thunderbolt and was flying like a superhero in the final episode, but that was it. These were really cool abilities I wish had been showcased throughout the entire season. As for visuals, the background art was very nice, it looked like a painting, especially the green on the trees. The northern lights in the demon realm were beautiful looking as well. Nitpicks. The hero had no issue accepting tea from the Demon King that could be poison, but immediately goes on the offensive when she tries to hand him a lantern. These tools are trying to keep a low profile in the village, yet they have ghost maids floating around the house. Yeah, that won't raise suspicion if anyone sees them. A headless horseman comes out of the maid's dress. I want to know where the head got stuck. During a battle, a horse gets tripped up by a net. I flinched during the fall. It was almost like my leg was being crushed. It really freaked me out. Quote of the series. After the hero declares he will strike down the Demon King, she simply says, go ahead, I'll just dodge it. I don't know why, that was just like a really cool line. Best girl waifu and harem. It was a close call between the older sister Surf and the Demon King. In the end, I chose the Demon King. 
She was smart, could handle herself, and even with the romance not playing a huge role in the series, I did enjoy what she brought to the relationship. Sneaking into the hero's room and doing anything she could to get some level of physicality with him was just too good. Unfortunately, she's not a waifu, and I wouldn't put any of these characters in my harem. Final thoughts. This series certainly wasn't what I expected, and while it's not for me, it deserves points for being different. The perspective of what goes into war aside from fighting while boring to me could interest someone else. I don't recommend this anime, but if you're looking for something different, give it a go. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.